Uvalde, Texas, and the great American masculinity crisis. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Five-star review helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing. You can buy some merchandise. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So, obviously... I'm sure the bulk of our listeners have heard the talking heads talk about the awful incident that took place over in Uvalde, Texas at the elementary school. Tragic. Uh, Thus far, the, the kill count is 19. Others are still hurt. Others are still wounded. Um... So today, what we want to do is we want to talk about this situation. We've talked about these sorts of situations before. I mean, I think we've covered a lot of crazy situations like this here on the show. The Las Vegas situation. um, Just a a lot of different crazy shootings uh, that have taken place, such as the one in Uvalde, Texas. But we never talk about it like the mainstream media does we never talk about it like the rest of the talking heads do and today what we've sort of discovered or developed um a a theory if you will is the idea of how from top to bottom everything that happened in uvalde texas aside from it being evil is the question of what bred that evil and how the lack of masculinity can play a role in breeding evil and if not breeding evil creating the circumstances that allow evil to flourish um and and that's the approach that we're going to take it from obviously we're not advocates for getting rid of the second amendment because right away that's you know the the left that's what they know how to do oh the guns the guns the guns yeah but like not everybody that has a gun not everybody that has that type of gun does this type of stuff and not only that but we've also covered that so extensively with other shootings i don't think we have much else to say when it comes to the points that basically get regurgitated when everything anything like this happens it's the same argument and not enough of a good argument on the on the side of the left when they say oh get rid of the second amendment right because this doesn't fix the problem or the problems of what society is going through it doesn't it doesn't and 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 
And in most cases, they don't go after the Second Amendment so boldly to say that they want to get rid of it, even though today, actually, uh, uh, Biden actually said something along the lines of the Second Amendment was never meant to be an absolute. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty clear cut and dry him expressing like what he thinks of that amendment. Um, But they rarely approach it in such a manner. They mostly say, oh, the assault rifles, the assault rifles. That's the that's the big key word, assault rifles. But a lot of people have those type of rifles. The majority of them don't operate like this person did in Uvalde, Texas. Um, Also on the show, we've talked about it before. We decided a while ago that we don't want to say the name of the person because the reality is, is that a lot of these people that do this, they know that this is their 15 minutes of fame. This is their opportunity. And I and I really do agree w- with people that have the notion that, yeah, you want to broadcast and, and give news and information about the shooter, the person that commits these heinous crimes, but you don't really want to like show their face too much or say their name because it yeah. does create this sense of of infamy that a lot of these people are looking for. Yeah. Um uh and I and we're gonna get into that to today because this was a person that lived such an awful life and was so hopeless that this was this was his big moment. Right? You know, yeah. like for us and and and, and it's interesting because here in Chicago and I'm sure in a, in a lot of places around the nation in this time of the year a lot of people are going to prom and I'm sure you've seen it yes. driving oh people are outside prom 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 and I was thinking about that the other day like I didn't I didn't go to my prom I I didn't care to go I remember I'll never forget uh me and Donnell, because uh, we went to the same high oh, yeah. school. Our friend Donnell, who <laughs> is the the third audio ape, you know, in 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 the music side of things, um, uh, we didn't go to prom. We actually that day of our school prom, I think him and I we went to go see X Men or something like X Men Last Stand, yeah, or some shit like that. And it was funny because. One of my biggest things uh, about reason I'm not going to prom and people are probably wondering why is he even talking about prom right now is because I remember people in the school always say, oh, this is the, the, the best night of your life, the best night of your life. And there was something about that that like always didn't sit well with me. <laughs> the best like, night? Yeah, like if this is the best night of my life, this is, that's awful. Like I don't like this. That's a horrible. <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say to somebody. You know, and so like I always like my yeah. at a spiritual level, I rejected the notion because I knew like no, I'm gonna create way better nights f- for myself, and yeah. I've had in my life way better nights, way better stories to tell. All of that. Those stuff. summers that we had were fucking legendary. Legendary, absolutely. Uh, some of the stuff that we're doing at this point in our life is legendary. Like the ripple effect that we're causing in space time you know the, the the things that we're doing the things that we're involved uh, involved in our purpose our cause all of this stuff and so 
that it, it's important at a young age I would say to to have the the feeling, the confidence, the optimism that you're going to do th- something in life. You're going to yeah. you're going to create certain opportunities for yourself. You're going to have a certain level of enthusiasm and, and fulfillment. Obviously this person that that committed this this crime, he didn't feel that. Like that this is a like a very dark evil lonely place that that this person was in and we're gonna get into all of that um but but that's that's the the point of that i'm making in this intro is that you're you're gonna get a perspective the philosophical look at this that you're really not gonna get in the media and you'd be hard-pressed to get from anywhere else because that's what they resort to in fact uh uh Vince, you know, he's been on the show before. He did a great article about that, how when things like this happen, people go to their God. and and But everybody's God is different. And he talks about that Steve Kerr shit, which did you see that? That that Steve Kerr crying and saying, it's enough and putting on this whole, this whole song and dance when this was the guy that was advocating for armed security guards yeah. and armed police to be removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because police are bad, remember? So armed people in schools, you're you're not with that, right? You're not you don't like the idea of a deterrent, but yeah. you're all upset. You know what I'm saying? And and it's so asinine this idea that these people think that like So like really what what is what is your recipe taking these sorts of guns away? And it's funny that that, that is even something that they would think about in today's day and age. When look at how totalitarian the government just was recently with the whole virus thing. Oh, shut down this and shut down that. Absolutely. If anything, we learned that they have way too much power. So (laughs) the one thing that that the American citizens have to keep them in check. Yeah. Which that is, let's make no mistake about it. That is the reason for the Second Amendment is to keep the government in check. From becoming a, uh, a tyrannical, we just saw how tyrannical they 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 were with the virus, with you know, with and that was their that was their uh, their excuse. It was oh, the nobility of safety and protection and yeah. health, but yet you're shutting down people's businesses. People can't work. It was awful, and we saw how much further they would have went, and yeah. and really. When you and I have talked about this on the show many episodes ago, we probably would have ended up something like Australia if not for yeah. all the guns that are out there. Yeah, and and that's the that's the thing people don't think about when it comes to this is like you know the behavior, you see the behavior, yet you see society still kind of take the knee for the most part. Not everybody, but it was very surprising to me how okay people were giving up their freedom. And so for those that find out too late, right, there will be droves of people ready to fight for their freedom. Right. And until you see like the, the, how bad the situation can get. And then you open up your eyes without guns, 
Without the Second Amendment, you you it, it, it was late. It was too late to fucking come and find out. Since whenever the fuck they banned it, like it, it's 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 that bad. Shit, I'll tell you this, and this is for the left. Not even Karl Marx believed in giving up your guns. Yeah. Not even Karl Marx. <laughs> so, <laughs> ask Che Guevara how guns uh, came in handy. So. No matter what political side of the aisle, it's like, well, shit, people should have the right to bear arms. Second Amendment is important. And it's concerning that we are where we're at, even now, and that it is even an argument. And not only that, but now we have a historic moment to look back at to see how eager people were. Yeah. And so that's that's the... That's the thing, like, to me, that's lack of forward thinking. Yeah. On a societal level. We care what's on Instagram. We care what's on Snapchat. We care what's on Facebook because it's in the now. We care what all, when I get out of work, I'm going to go hang out with the fam, watch Netflix. Cool, we're cool. But, and that's totally fine to care to an extent, but what about... 5, 10, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, what about the greater world beyond your little cubicle of a life, whatever that is, because everyone's different? What about that? And so, yeah, no, th- th- this argument, it's it's a mute one. Like It's not even an argument that, that, that people should give up the Second Amendment, or that America should give up the Second Amendment. And that's not, not even... It gets it gets us nowhere because it's not going to go anywhere. That'll cause a civil war, and I, I think. Oh, I believe so too. Yeah, like that'll cause a civil war. That's not going to happen. Now, one thing that that actually, in a way, you pointed out because you showed me the which one was it? the Tucker Carlson video where he was breaking down. This is a big argument from the left. Oh, these gun lobbyists! These gun lobbyists! These gun lobbyists! Okay, let's look at the numbers. Two point some million from the NRA. In an election year. In an election year. Can we please look up the numbers? And I'm sure Tucker said it, I think, yeah. on the show. Let's look up the numbers for Big Pharma. It was tens of millions. Yeah. Like, it was like 90-some million. Yeah. So, lobbying Congress. So, so this idea, like, everybody's like, the gun lobby, the gun lobby, they're so strong. That's why... In an election year, they gave two point something million in an election year. Yeah. Coupled with big tech and big pharma giving tens of millions of dollars. So this idea of like the gun lobby has so much influence, it's just simply not true. Yeah, not true. And just like. And to be honest, when was the last time you seen anything, any sort of commercial or anything advocating for you to buy a gun. That's not even... It's not even a thing. Yeah. Meanwhile... People that are into that shit, they, they like, oh, hey, look, this is a gun. I like hunting. Or I like to protect my home. That's all, really the only time you hear about it. Because, like, I don't... I don't... Where are these people? Right. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> these people wouldn't even... Like, the people that are into guns like that, when do you see them be part of a mass shooting? They're not. <laughs> it's... Like, it's, it's Bing. General, you know, generally speaking, and 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 that's 
the thing that we're trying to point out here is like, so the left, they go right to their talking points. The right goes to their talking points. Some people attribute it to the, the lack of God, the, the lack of Christianity. That's another thing. And, and for everybody uh, uh, that would like to read deeper into that, our friend Vince over at Critic at XL, uh, uh, he did uh, that. With that Critic at XL is the Twitter the the Twitter uh, handle. You can find the article there, and then Critic at Extra Large. That's the website. Um, but he does a great job highlighting all of that. Um, and and and, it, and in his article, I think he does a good job. He he doesn't verbatim do it, but but he pope in a way poses the question. You know, is the lack of God in society is is the is that contributing to some yeah. of the stuff that's going on? Um, what we've sort of discovered, or or a, a theory that we're developing, and based off of information that we've looked into, based off of seeing the ailments in society you can't help but think that it's a crisis in masculinity so you look at everything that happened and i'm but like i said i'm not going to go into like all of the gory details of it because i'm sure people already know what took place but if we look at the profile of the person that committed the shooting that committed the killing loner We've talked about people, loners before. Um, uh, sad, downtrodden. He was, so he wasn't gonna graduate. He was being, he was bullied. He was made fun of. So, we stop there for a second and think about that. Like that symptom of feeling alone, feeling like you ain't shit. Bill Maher covered it well. It, it 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 gets exacerbated by social media. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it amplifies it. Like, oh damn, look at these people. Oh damn, look at those people. Oh damn, they're having fun. They're doing this. They're doing that. Yeah. Sometimes you know it's a holiday. People, oh that person is with their family. They have a family. I don't have a family. Those people are with their friends. They're out having, I don't have friends. All of that stuff. And what's interesting to me is that there's nobody that comes across these people that has the insight to actually ever like sit down and talk with them, see what's going on with them. And you know, because like whenever these things happen, all these people that know the person, they come out and start talking. Oh, I, he was like this. Yeah. This is how he was. But so you knew how he was, but none of y'all like nobody like like wanted to talk, kind of get to know him, see like where his head was at, like yeah. nothing. So you saw the problem, but like it was not it was not a big enough problem, or you didn't care enough. Why? Because, uh, like you said, it didn't affect your little cubicle of a life. Yeah. Because that that's what we see a lot is like these people, they're loners and like nobody cares about them. And that's the other thing is and I and I think it further enforces the theory that it's a it's a it's a crisis in masculinity is because 
we're living in an age like we didn't really deal with it when we were his age the 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 person that committed this heinous crime we didn't deal with that but what those people are dealing with because he was 18 years old what people his age are dealing with they're they're dealing with a world that as a man or as a boy young man a society that's telling them oh you're the problem you're the problem misogynist me too a chaotic society telling them that a chaotic that yeah i think and that's a key thing because like at the end of the day, he ended up acting like a fucking beast, and not in a, in a good way, like a like an animal, like yeah. a caged. And a, I'm going to murder now. Yeah, and that's not yeah, masculinity. It, 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 yeah, that that to me, that's a symptom of because masculinity it's like repression. Yeah, it's dude. repression, like of a man. It's a repression of a man because when women are repressed, they don't lash out like this generally like when do you hear of this from women and so it's lack of poise lack of order lack of that's masculinity because a lot of people they always look at oh masculinity oh well, so boys will be boys no 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 sometimes being masculine is knowing that you have a certain level of power because of your physique because of who you are and do and, and and not exerting that power over people. Exactly. You know, because like, what did that? What did the shooter do? And and exerting that power and channeling it in a positive way. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at when we were when we were his age, it's like you know, we were rapping, we were doing all of this, all of this different stuff. You know, trying to meet girls, like all, all of this stuff that that in in normal times, boys his age would would do. But the thing is, and that's where the blessing comes in, is there was that collectiveness. No. But what what we're starting to see is that collectiveness in society, like the like groups of friends stuff like that it's dissipating like we we are living in what some if you look at the stats i was just looking at a harvard study and they were saying that people are reporting that uh like it's like 61 percent of americans feel lonely you know what i'm saying no, no friends the pandemic didn't help that but also people are not really doing anything to help it either that and, and like on a personal level, I feel that I've I've felt that like from from g- growing up, the time that we grew up to now, it's like a lot of people. Anecdotally, obviously, it's like they're in their world and they're stuck in their little world, and it's yeah. like it's fine, whatever. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh well, poor, I, I feel lonely. But there is a level of like camaraderie you lose, a level of. Like, damn, like excitement to see people. Because, like, when you want to do stuff, you want to do stuff with, with your family, with your friends. It got exacerbated, like you said, during the pandemic. And it's like this this sense of community is not as strong no. as it used to be. There is. Yeah. In some cases, I would say there is no sense of community. No. And and, and, and to me, that's that's the sad part. Like, that's the, where you're like, man... Like, that's the beauty in life to be able to, like, if your friends have kids and 
and and and you're in a good space let's go out let's go like when was the last time we went to to the fucking forest preserve oh let's go do a cookout when was the last time we are oh, let's go let's go hang out uh as a group let's go do something you know like yeah it's been a, it's been a while yeah and, and it's like those are the things that like those are the things that are kind of intangible when it comes to like like community being there for one another and and it's like it, it's sad because you want to do stuff like that we know it's it's it, everyone has their issues everyone has their responsibilities but it's always good to take a break from that it's a healthy thing really to 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 be around fam to enjoy talk about stuff like the kids are running around like when we were kids I, I, the, when there was a family party or something like that's just a, a given like the the guys the the husbands were like talking with each other the the wives are somewhere else talking the kids are running around everywhere it was like this sense of like home like yeah. oh man the, everyone's the, the problem is the problem is that there's a segment of society that has that and because they have it they're content and there's a, and there's a sense of selfishness in terms of like not caring about other people that may not have it and so imagine and and it, it may be hard to do that imagine and put yourself in the position of this 18 year old your mom is a drug addict your dad is not in the picture i've read some reports that he's in jail or, or something like that you're poor you're poor so because he worked at Wendy's, they they said he worked at Wendy's. Some people his age work, but you don't. There's not a lot of people that are that at that age that are that are in high school that are in high school and working. But he had to because he was poor. He would be made fun of at school. You have society saying, "Oh, toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity." Apparently, this kid—he was kind of effeminate. Like he would wear like eyeliner and and nail polish and stuff like that. And now he's made fun of for it. So you got Disney and all these goofies pushing this idea that oh, it's cool to be that way. But in the real world, motherfuckers make fun of you for being that way. And that's the disconnect that you're yeah. seeing. It's like you're getting this line of messaging. From one, from, from from the elites, if you will, yeah. down here on the ground level, you get made fun of for being that way, and you're alone, and you're you're completely you you end up being completely alone. On top of the fact that his foundation was a horrible one, drug oh. addict, mom, dad, nowhere to be found, uh, 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 poor, like it it was a it was a very bad situation. Described as a loner, like you said. Now. What kind of such a, what what makes that stuff what makes that that sort of thing better, especially when you're a boy that age? Friends trying to talk to girls. Oh, but wait, it, it's bad to do that now. Yeah. Remember, Gillette put out a commercial where the guy wanted to talk to the girl and his friend stopped him. Oh no, you shouldn't do that. That's not cool, bro. That's the messaging that we're getting. So so now you got boys. 
that they don't even know how to talk to girls, no. which at that age, that is like the main thing that is driving you at that age. Yeah. That's like the main thing that's driving you. <laughs> so it's like rather than, rather than it be like a group of guys, him finding a group of friends that's, oh man, where are the girls hanging out this weekend, this and this and that. This motherfucker is thinking of shooting up a school because... It's a dark and twisted world, and it's it's not only not catering to, to, to boys and their development, but it's actually, in many cases, working against boys and their development. And what is it? What are we seeing? What, what are the headlines and everywhere are saying? Angry young males. Okay, but why? Why are they angry? Yeah, yeah. Why are they angry? Well... Why don't we start? Why don't we start with some of this stuff that we're talking about? Yeah. And it depends on the environment, because like the, this angry young male thing. Like, what do you think drives the, the the crime rate in Chicago? Yeah, like this isn't a Texas problem. This isn't a Florida problem. And, and, this and, isn't that, and it's great that you brought that up because how like uh, the mayor in Chicago, the audacity to say anything about Texas, which she did, before. In one weekend, you get the same shit. You get the same shit in one weekend of the city. It's the same problem disguised, or or not disguised. It looks different because it's a different environment, but it's the same problem. It is. Like, no sense of direction, no sense of order, no sense of purpose. That's what drives this. There's literally, literally, like, 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 um, I think, and I've, I've talked about this before. Jordan Peterson talked about like this, uh, like the right, the the testosterone levels in males and the crime rate, literally equal. Literally, they slope almost the same. Mm-hmm. When the crime rate w- w- at the age that where where like men lose more testosterone, crime they're rate drops. less. Yeah, the crime rate drops, depending on the age. And so, yeah, I think I would think that lack of leadership in that department yeah what it is to be a man in that department it does contribute because there's a lot of pent-up shit you have like i remember high school like just it's not even it's like it's a multitude of things being thrown at you you need a balance when you don't have that how the fuck how 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 do you Behave. How do you take things in? How do you? I remember sometimes when I was confused about certain stuff, I'd ask my dad. Yeah. You know, if you don't have a dad, exactly. What happens? But then that—that's the other thing. They goes. It goes into that. The 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 lack of vetting by many women. It's like, oh, well, I'm just gonna like lay up with a motherfucker, have a kid, and it's whatever, and the motherfucker ain't around, or he's a criminal, he's locked up. You know, that has a lot to do with it, too. That's what I'm saying. It's, these are foundational issues in society. And then, yes, occasionally you get a situation, a story like this, that culminates from all of that type of stuff. Angry, young men and so you hear about that and you i think you hit the nail on the head when you said like the 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 lack of leadership 
And then you look at, okay, you got guys, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, that advocated for men being a high-value man. The man dies, and like these women hate on the man. But he was advocating for men to be play the role of leadership that you were talking about just now. So that that type of stuff does. I mean, he never made the correlation between those men and 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 people that that did what what this 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 eighteen year old did. But more men in society like that contribute and 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 work against this type of thing happening. Yeah. Because what does it show? Oh, by working hard, look at what I could get. The situation that you're in now is not always going to be that situation. Yeah. One of the hardest, roughest, most difficult times in my life was around that age. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because it, it, it for me, it's like the reverse of so many people. I remember so many people that that was like the highlight of their life. That was their peak in attractiveness. That was their peak in freedom. That was their peak in fun. That was their peak in everything. For me, that was the dumps. That was the dumps. It was awful. And then, like, but because it's this, this constant thing, no, it could get better. It could get better. Oh, I got questions. Okay, I got my support network. In this case, like, I, I'm blessed. Like, I have, I have, I have my my mom. I have my dad. You know, friends. But, but it was always this idea that it could get better. Yeah. That's the other thing is that there's no more there's there's no promotion of like having a network like a network of free of of, of friends a network a, a network of people for whatever it is that your your ailment is because maybe this person just needed a friend maybe he needed a girlfriend like there's so many guys that like like all of that like pent up resentment uh, repression. They get a girlfriend, and like that should just uh, like they're they're as mellow and as chill as can be. Yeah, because yeah. they they got a girl. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's a soothing thing if you think about it. Like like at that age, you're like, damn, I'm made up with a chick. I'm I'm over here gonna go to the movies. I don't got a care in the world. I remember during that time when 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 those times. Uh, when there was times that shit just didn't make sense or, or 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 you were going through something, it was really like the simple things. Oh, let me hang out with the guys. Yeah. Let me hang out with my girl. You know? If you don't have that, where where the fuck does all this pent-up shit, you know? Where does perspective? Exactly. And that's the sad part about mm-hmm. it is like it makes you wonder. It's like all of these times that you think back that you had a hard moment when you were that age did you do think about having that and now think about oh well i don't have nobody to turn to yeah in a time where everyone posts the best yeah things because you know you ain't gonna post oh man uh i just got in an argument with my mom <laughs> no one's gonna post that everyone's gonna post like a party that they were at the fucking pool that they were in the new car that they have Anytime you look at social media, you look at the best highlights 
of this person's life because mostly all of it is mundane. Like yeah. that's everyone's life. The the like a life most of it is mundane, right? Like a good example is if you have a good physique. Well, a lot of mundane ass days where motherfuckers were doing sit ups, push ups, uh, bench press, yeah. triceps, all types of you know that's all they were working on. That's mundane. There's yeah. no one wants to see that. But they like to see the fucking fit girl or the fit guy. Oh, man, that's awesome. Takes work. Takes work, and it takes a lot of, like, normal, not that great, you know, nothing much to report type of days. And so that contributes. Like, that contributes to someone who doesn't have anything to look forward to, and then they see something like that. Oh, everybody's doing so much better than me, having so much more fun. And the reality is, is that... That's not the case. A lot of that shit, like people are posting their highlight reel. That's what they're posting. It's not like this is every day for them, by and large. And then also, I think by having a more masculine society, you create the idea of, well, what are you going to build? Like, what, what am I going to contribute and I think that's one of the, the, the biggest ailments is because you get so many people, like even people that are like on some, oh, well, I'm there for my family. I'm a family man, this and that. Yes. But what example are you setting in terms of like, what network are you in or do you have? What are you building? Like, because it's it's more than because not everybody not everybody can can have that. Like, even even today, like we're seeing like how they're saying now, uh, the 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 top, what is it? The eighty percent of women want the top 10 percent of men. Hmm. So even dating dynamics and stuff like that is changing. So like it's it's this thing, you know, this regular everyday basic ass shit that people propagate or promote or are on. How many men are out there are really on some like, oh, all right, well, hey, you know, this is what I'm on. This is this is what what, what my interest and in. it's this is a network of motherfuckers that are into finance. Or this is a network of motherfuckers that are into girls. This is a mo- network of motherfuckers that are into to 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 training. In, in fact, I saw this this great ass. Uh, uh, let me see if I could find it on Twitter. Where this guy he ha- he has this class where he teaches young boys about gun safety. And, and it, when all of this stuff popped off, he w- he asked, you know, what's wrong with what I'm doing? He's like, because what I'm doing. There's a sense of camaraderie here. All of these kids, they're together. They're they're working together. They're learning about gun safety. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you know, and and You're people contributing in a positive way. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. You want that. You wanna you wanna like um if if my kid goes through anything, if well, I don't have any kids, but I'm saying if I have a child like yeah, if if you're being bullied, this is how you. All right, let's get you into boxing class. Let's get you into karate class for self defense. If you have any questions, just what we're just talking about social media, having the perspective necessary to give that side of the perspective to the child, so they can understand. You know, like there are solutions, but when you're a kid, 
when you're in your teens, you don't know the solutions. You're just living life. So this guy right here, King Randall on Twitter, my students and I, before I went in, before we went into the gun range, all of my students know proper firearm safety and gun etiquette. Why is this frowned upon? About 15 kids he has. I'm going to play the clip right now. This guy doesn't go home and watch Netflix and like say, no, this is a guy that's like, no, I care about the youth knowing about guns. Yeah. I care. That's what I'm saying. This this is what we're talking about. This idea that like, yeah, men are like, oh, I'm not contributing to the problem, but maybe you're contributing to the problem by not being a leader. Maybe that's the yeah. problem is that there, there's not enough masculinity. There's not enough, hey, kid, you want to learn about this? This guy teaches about guns. There's some guy that might teach about carpentry or some guy might teach this. Some you had a might... video that you posted a while back of this karate teacher and the kid was struggling and he kept pushing him. Yeah. And like that shit, like that shit was an emotional roller coaster because I was like, man, like that kid had fear. Why? And, yeah. And, and like the, 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 the coach or the trainer like got him through that and then and then hugs the kid is like I see I told you you could do it yeah. like that shit was like inspiring like that shit made it me is. feel like damn man it is that's but, badass. but that's my point is like is that guy on some like oh well this is my little cubicle of a life Hell and no. you know so let me play this clip So going over tips and tricks, going over going over safety etiquette. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Res building respect, building masculinity, building know-how. These kids, yeah. those kids one day could be in a situation where there's somebody doing some harm to yeah. people and they could handle the situation possibly. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. That is what we're talking about. Creating leaders, creating leaders, creating men who figure it out men who know how to figure it out men that will face fear because just because I'm a man doesn't mean that I don't have fear no exactly you know like no I will have fear of shit and how do you tackle that you don't run away you find a solution that's that's what that is what you just showed was a man who's like hey this is something that's going to make people society a better place it's not a man's thing. It's 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 a societal thing. But you got to teach men to be men, to be leaders, to be good decision makers. That's not a bad thing, right? This that group of kids when they get to the age of eighteen, because they they look like they're they're younger than eighteen. Who knows how many lifelong friendships develop from that group? And when they're going through something, they have each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I could talk to this person about that. I could talk to that person about about this and that's and that's the point and 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 for people in the case of this shooter you know and i think that is where 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 god comes in and 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 you know kind of uh what vince's article was talking about is this idea that you know sometimes you do have to have the faith that things will get better in terms like because you might you know 
this person, he wasn't, it doesn't seem like he was very loved, didn't have anybody. And by no means are we, are we sympathizing or anything like that, but this is the idea of analyzing the profiling, yeah. the psychological circumstance, the, the psychological foundation of what this person was feeling and thinking. And the way, in a way you look at it and it's like, I've I've witnessed this like uh, a um, a dog that was rescued but tr treated like terribly by the other owner like like bad yeah that that dog is going to be reactionary it's going to be like like wow this dog this dog didn't get socialized there's a lot of issues oh uh, that arise from that because they don't know what being loved or being shown how to how to do anything some of those dogs like they can't they'll, they'll always have problems yeah you know and so what well, you think that because what we're human we're supposed to know better no like that's the same thing like if you don't have a dad you don't have a mom we don't know that he killed his grandmother yeah like what is going on in your head that you killed your grandmother so there's a lot that says a lot of the stuff that 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 uh, would lead you to believe like this person was not this person was conditioned yeah from a young age to now like there's a lot of stuff this person does not look forward to you know and and, and then another thing you end up not that that it would be any less tragic that it was adults but you like when you think of like innocence it's, it's, it's a child like yeah you you go and you kill children. That's a step up from going to a mall and shooting grown-ups. Like, you're really, like, you're choosing to kill innocents, really. Yeah. That's, that's, you can't even fathom that. Like, it's, how? Yeah. That's, that's really, like. Yeah. How does one get to that place? Yeah. And so, it is very disheartening to, right off the bat, be like, oh, Second Amendment. Because there's a lot, like. The layers that we're going through right now, this is the discussions we, we really need to have. Yeah. Like, and what politician, what news outlet is having this? Yeah. And on, another thing, uh, pointing to, to, to the lack of masculinity, where were the officers? Well, and that, that's what, what was a good segue to get into next is, is you know, you, you mentioned courage you know is not necessarily like not having fear it's you know fighting through that fear and the reports that we're getting is that the officers went they engaged him he fired at them they called for backup and they know they didn't further engage until the backup got there which was like 40 minutes later in yeah. 40 minutes the rampage no. was was continuing Un unacceptable that also is part of the crisis in masculinity this idea that is like oh well we're not even gonna try anything we're not gonna do anything we're just gonna let this ride out while we hear shit popping off no you know for for whatever reason i like is it cowardice is it obviously you know nobody knows what they would do in a in a situation until they're in that situation fully 
but nothing was tried not even like to deter the person yeah. like like i get you you're like you don't you're not gonna charge at them openly but like you're not even gonna like go and try to find cover that that's a building like okay if you engage with someone at this side of the building like solutions solutions you took this job knowing well i would think knowing what the consequences could be in taking that job but for you to wait like for backup or for you to wait to tell what the sergeant is gonna well stand no 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 no. this is an emergency and you have to be a problem solver you have to be able to critically think you have to come up with a solution sitting there for 40 minutes is not a solution it is unacceptable this is the time like for all the shit that people talk about the police this is the time where i'm like wow what the fuck yeah some people a lot of people have to be fired what happened i need to know what the chain of command what was said what why did this happen because again and that and that's what's when you you brought up a good point muffers will do all of that for George Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. A, a drug addict, but like but you're not seeing that for this. Yeah. There's no oh, all right. Well, these fucking pigs. Where's that at? Where's that energy at now? Because like I'm all for that energy now with those motherfuckers because like a lot of shit doesn't look right to me. Again, I and you said it best. I'm not saying charge at the guy. I'm not saying be stupid and like you don't want to die. I know you have a family, but you have to be courageous. You have to, in moments like that, you have to think. If it takes you fucking 30 seconds to stop, oh shit, I just got shot at. Where am I at? What side of the building is this? Who am I with? Who is my partner? Can you go into the other side? I'll try and keep him entertained or, or I'll try to see what, what I see from here. What is this? I want to know that because 40 minutes, that's a long time. I'm not saying you were going to save everybody because this is a tragic event. How many people could you have saved? And so to me, uh, that's a lot of question marks there. You know, like that's courage. You can't, in moments like that, you can't as much as, much as you'd like to because obviously if I'm in that situation... I'm going to think like, damn, like my family, I don't want like them to be heartbroken if I, something were to happen to me. I don't want anything to happen to me, uh, but I, I need to help. I need to help. Yeah. And so, again, I don't, I, I can't think of how many people you could, I can't help, I, I can't like fathom waiting that long and not creating some sort of situation where you could at least go in because they didn't go in for 40 minutes right do we know how many officers were out well uh, I know from it, what I understand it was two that he engaged with originally and then they called for backup and they waited for like a SWAT team and everything like that but those two that were there yeah didn't do nothing while they waited it yeah. was just like alright well yeah that's why you have a radio that's why you have like you know I don't know you can't because it also could stem from a flight or flight type of situation where you just freeze up but then don't take the job yeah don't take but the job but even freezing up momentarily like because even that I can understand but like for 
freezing up for 40 minutes yeah. you know that yeah that's different yeah and, and and i mean if you got like again i can i can see a lot of reasons why i'm not gonna go through this fucking door <laughs> because this motherfucker just shot at me from here i know where he's at though get to that side get in once you get in i'm gonna try like you have to create a plan like you have to um but then you know again not everyone not everyone takes what they do serious you know a lot of people yeah. when they take these jobs it's about the culture all of it. like yeah. how many people get these jobs and oh look i'm gonna get this truck i'm gonna put the fire the the I'm 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 the the fucking police sticker on my car and the yeah. bumper sticker. None of that matters yeah. if you're not willing to do your job. None of that matters because you obviously don't know what oath you took. Protect and serve. Protect and serve. Absolutely. And, and so to me, like uh I I there has to be an investigation. I don't see any urgency for that. I mean, I think that a lot of outlets are now starting to push towards that. But that should have been, from the get-go, the stuff that journalists should be paying attention to is like, okay, well, what happened? Oh, you know, another aspect that journalists should be paying attention to, and I, I only thought about this because uh, this guy, the Twitter handle Election Wizard, he asked this question, great question, Sort of, it kind of gives you sort of a spooky feeling. He's like, this kid was poor. How did how did he have, where did he get the money to afford all these guns? That's another thing, yeah. You know, it's like where, like, that's another journalist job that that they should be doing. Is like, well, this motherfucker was poor. Where was he getting the money for this shit? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> an important question i laugh not because it's funny but because of the how bad it is sometimes watching mainstream media yeah and it right away become a political thing and you skip the actual job the important shit yeah reminds you of the kanye line is like uh woke up uh, all chest no legs like that that's like exactly what you guys are like not even covering the basis of being a journalist those those are the questions you ask because we know what sensationalism is and everyone's going to have something to say do the work that the people want to know like do the do, lay down the groundwork of finding out okay where did this kid go get the guns all right let's tr try and track that go find that out um what is the background on this kid okay cool what did the police do? Why did it take this long? Where did he Why? get the money yeah. for the guns? All Was that. He saving his checks for that? Like, yes. Well, like, do, do some journalism. The thing. Like, then that means he was planning this for a while or something like this for a while. Yeah. And so, um, did he, because they say that he passed a background check. So, okay. What is in this background check? Since you guys keep talking about all these people talk about oh uh, better stricter gun laws w what is that though what do you that's such a broad statement too yeah, if you think about like it the shit that Biden is common sense gun laws what, what is that yeah what is common sense gun laws please explain to me what common cause like that's such a broad question that's like the, that's the same thing as when people say oh well we gotta we gotta um, there's, there's certain things that they say um, 
There's one on, on the tip of my tongue. Um, I can't think of it. It's like it's like a broad statement when it comes to like finances, and it's like, well, what does that mean? And then when you look into it, it's like basically wealth redistribution. Mm. It's like okay, well, I, your comment is a broad comment. It, it, it's one that every politician uses. I can't think of it from the from the top of my head, but it's like. Uh, Common sense gun laws is one of those. It's like, oh well, you know, that, what does that mean? Can you can you give me bullet points on what needs to be done, in, in, according to you, instead of a comment that does nothing, and then you further that by attacking the Second Amendment, which right, is the, the bad even part. Whatever you come up with, it's only going to affect people that abide by the law anyway. Yeah law-abiding people you're like the people that aren't doing this shit are the ones that are going to be affected by it yeah matter of fact i know that this this is one of the phrases uh well i I don't know what the phrase is but like there's a book by thomas Sowell called the quest for cosmic justice where he basically breaks all that stuff down like how politicians use situations to to look like, oh wow, this is we're doing this for the betterment of society, yeah. and then you break that down and you see what they're really doing, yeah. and it's like, well, you know, you're not really helping, you're you're causing the problems. Yeah, a hundred percent. You're putting a band aid, and not even really a band aid. You're just leaving the problem as is, but making it, you know, where where it sounds good, it's good. All right, cool, we're good. Like I said, common common sense gun laws. I think this will rile up. The base, like, like, and, and I think you said it right at first when you said not only are they not helping, I think in part they're causing the problem. I seen people post these political cartoons online of like Mitch McConnell, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and uh, and and Ted Cruz. It was like caric- caricatures of them that made them look really like ugly, and they're like praying with like blood on their hands. They didn't do this. Yeah. They didn't do this. So you're, this is the problem is like, so you think you, you will blame Ted Cruz, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Mitch McConnell because they're not for banning the second amendment. So somehow in your twisted mind, in your mental gymnastics, this is their fault. But the way and that you operate and the shit that you say about men and the way men operate and this is toxic and that's misogynist and this and that for where it's just men being men, that's not a problem, right? Your blood is not on your hands. Because yeah. to me, my thing is like, if, if we're going to do anything and we're going to start contorting reality, I would blame you, you way more than I blame them because they're just pretending to the Second Amendment, which... That's part of the Constitution. This constant, constant attack on how men operate. Oh, he said this. The in, again, I reference uh, 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 the late great Kevin Samuels when he passed away. He was just telling people how to operate at a higher level, and you motherfuckers are wishing him to rot in hell for it. Yeah. You know, so so that doesn't contribute anything because if a man like that gets vitriol for telling men to be on their shit, be masculine, you think that he should rot in hell. So then what do you do to society? What kind of what kind of ripple effect are you causing in a society? Yeah. You're causing one where men don't want to be on their shit. 
don't want to be masculine well if men don't want to be those things what kind of examples does that set for yeah. young boys that is like oh well men ain't on shit motherfuckers ain't on yeah. shit this is bad you can't say this you say this about a girl there's gonna be some me too shit oh they're gonna send you send you to the principal's office because you said this to her like men can't say nothing men can't do nothing men can't it, yeah. that's that's what it is across the board and but yet in your mind you think the blood is on 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 ted cruz and mitch mcconnell's hands yeah yeah and and I could even see people criticizing some of the stuff we're talking about in the sense of why does it have to be a masculine problem? Why does it have to be a masculine problem? Well, it's men that are doing this. Exactly. Exactly. And so is that not a is that not a good point being made? Is that not a good indicator? Yeah, a good indicator. Is that not good enough for us to start looking inward? as a society like what is going on i would like to see and i don't know the statistical numbers how how many mass shootings there were 40 years ago as opposed to now why i don't know the statistics but i know one thing it was a lot less yeah i know that for sure yeah and so those are those are things to look at okay well what was different why in the 50s, yeah. leave it to beaver time. How many mass shootings were popping off then? Yeah. Oh, but guess what? Men could be men. Men could have friends. Men weren't so controlled at home. Cause cause that's the other thing. It's like it's not just lonely men that are the problem. You got men that are married, but like we like we're saying is like they they only want to contribute to their little cubicle of of a life their little cubicle and and nothing to the greater society you know that plays a role too perhaps too back then it was a lot easier to be that way though because that's what the culture was you know in the 40s and 50s it did not look anything like this now no it's a way different world you know now you're forced to be interconnected in a way. If you have a phone, you're forced. You're not, you're not forced. Like there's not a gun to your head. But what I'm saying is like you have the world in the palm of your hand. So you have to it's like you're connected, but you're not connected. I felt I feel like before people were a lot more connected from what you see. I can really only talk from what I see, because I wasn't in the 40s and the 50s, but I feel like you went to go do something, you went to physically go do it. Let's go play softball. Let's go play yeah. basketball. Let's go outside. Let's go. It was like people were actually living. Now people are living just like they were before in the sense of breathing, but like you live on the phone. Like, what is. Are you doing something? You know, are, are you partaking in something or are we just living on the phone? I think you're, you're a lot more predisposed to be lonely if you're on your devices, which we have. We have the TV that yeah. has all the apps that we need to watch anything we need. We have the, the, the laptop or the iPad to show you all the YouTube videos and the iPhones show you, and the Android phones and Samsungs and all that shit. 
Yeah, we'll see everything, but are you really experiencing anything? Yeah, what are you experiencing exactly? And, and so, and that yeah. ties into the loneliness statistics. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, like you said, people actually had friends to do this stuff with. Yeah, they were going out. You know, dating plays a role in it too because, you know, it was the 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 dating field for guys was a lot different back then than it is now. Yeah. All of that stuff played a role, plays a role now. There was a bit of like innocence too to things, right? Like, like, like wholesomeness. Yeah, like, like, uh, like now, like, oh, I'm gonna go get me a, a chick. Let's go to the club. She's gonna grind up all upon me. Like back then, it's it, like it was different. You took the girl in the car. Like when you see like the like the oldies times. Like, yeah. And oh, all right, cool. Well, I'm here where it's the moonlight and we're out and we're listening to romantic music. It's it's like a different. <laughs> I yeah. never got to experience that. Yeah. Like it, it's a less, different less materialism. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of factors, a lot of ailments. But I think having a good support system, having a good network helps you navigate that stuff. See, the world is going to change. The world is ever changing. So we can't be like, oh, well, if we just would have kept things like they were back then, everything would be fine. No, things are going to change. Things are going to move forward. Things are going to evolve. How do we deal with the evolution together, a togetherness? I'm going to play this yeah. clip and then I'm going to ask you a question. This clip is from Andrew Tate. Um, he's starting to get just as much criticism as um, as uh, as as uh, the late, great Ke uh, Kevin Samuels. And what's funny is the other day I posted something online and it was so funny how men felt one way about it. And women felt another way about it. But again, it ties into masculinity. Actually, you know what? I didn't think of playing it, but I know I know where the clip is. I'm gonna find I'm gonna play that clip that, that I was just mentioning. So what he's talking about, this is for a little bit of context. What he's talking about is pretty much this is this is how I I uh, describe the clip. Sons should want to emulate their fathers. So oh, yeah. fathers should live a lifestyle worth emulating. Yep. Too many fathers today are just second mothers. That's you're just the role all, the role you play is of a second mother. You're not a father. Your your role is a second mother. So he talks about how he feels he has the greatest dad. He had the greatest dad in the world and his dad was not always around. He said but the time that his dad was around it was very impactful. He's like, but what was my dad doing when my dad was not there? He was out conquering the world. Yeah. He's like, my dad wasn't at home changing diapers. He was like, that was my mom's job. My dad's job was to be out conquering the world. Yeah. Now I'm the man. I'm the type of man that's out conquering the world. Yeah. So I'm going to play the clip. And it's just funny because what I would say is the effeminate men and women <clears throat> totally disagreed with what he was saying. The masculine men all I gave the the clip or the post a thumbs up or whatever. So let me play it. It's hard to be around all that crap when your testosterone levels high, right? But my son should want to emulate me. He should want to be me. He is me. So I have to live a lifestyle which is worth emulating. This is the difference between kings and peasants. And this is the problem with the world today. 
99% of the men, including 99% of the men who are going to watch this interview, all the crypto dorks, all these dudes, all these losers, they're peasants. They have a peasant mindset. When a king had a son, he wasn't staying at home changing diapers. He was conquering new lands and going to battle for the name, for the bloodline, to set an example for his son to graze into, right? Dad's out here. He's conquered this. He's built this castle. He's out there. He slayed those people, killed those people. I'm the next. I gotta go do something. That's what, how a king raises a son, by example. A peasant raises a son the same way a female raises a son. The fuck is this a parent? That's not being a dad. It's, 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 it's not being a dad. This is all new age garbage. And it's, it's the, the femme-centric mindset, which is controlling men to the point where they can't be honest amongst themselves. And I'll tell you another thing. And this is a study that's been done. The higher your testosterone level, the, la- the lower your natural interest in babies. This is an actual I study. Can that yeah, it's a study. Sense, yeah. And what happens is when a man sits around a baby all the time, his testosterone level naturally decreases because it makes us more tolerant of the screaming, of the crying, woman's moaning. It's hard to be around all that crap when your testosterone level is high, right? So, especially as a man, if you decide to be a second mother, to some degree, you're chemically castrating yourself. You're losing your superpowers anyway. If you have a high testosterone level, you should want to see your children, you should love your children, you should protect your children. I'm not saying you shouldn't love them. I'm saying you should pick them up, have fun with them. Wow, love you so much. Been two hours. I'm out. See ya. That's how a father raises kids. He doesn't sit there all day, every day. That's new age garbage. It's not real. But given what women want out of a relationship... Women don't know what they want! Ah, here we go. <laughs> but but I I, it, I think it, even that last part isn't is important because again, what we're seeing is this crisis in masculinity, and a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it does stem from men caving to what women want. Yeah. And so the girl, what she was about to say is, well, given what women want, you know, do you think that that's the way to operate? And he's like, oh, they don't know what they want. This is the way that a man operates, regardless of what the woman wants. And that's the problem. Oh, but I don't want to make the wife mad. I don't want to be. But like, are you on? Are you on your purpose? Are Are you on your cause? Or are you Are you here to just like serve her and be her indentured servant? Yeah, because if you have a plan for the family, right? If you have you're you're steering the ship for your family. There'll be times you're going to bump heads with the wife, and that should be fine, and that's okay. But, like, unless it's a better solution, then what are we talking about here? And so you have to be... It almost reminds you of that... Remember when Jordan Peterson had that argument with that feminist, and she's like, what makes you... What makes you... uh, better for uh what what gives you the right to to criticize uh people when it comes to pronouns or whatever he's like well you have to risk being offensive to uh, um to get the truth to get, get the to truth the answer yeah, yeah to get to the answer and yeah so and he's like you're certain you're certainly willing to do that aren't you and yeah. she was all oh yeah, yeah she was she was fucking flabbergasted she didn't know what the fuck to say she actually started stumbling in her words and mumbling cuz she didn't know what cuz it was like it made so much sense, and like, yeah, you have to risk being offensive. This goes with people you love too. That's not just to like random people. No, your wife is a person. You should be okay making her feel uncomfortable with something if it means betterment for the family. Right, and and what I think gives men the willingness to do that 
is having a purpose, having a plan, being competent in their plan. And what gives them all of those attributes is the foundation of masculinity, either through other friends, either through yeah. a network, either things that they learn from their fathers. And so all of it, all of it ties together. Countering yeah. as well, because like that's another thing. This is a big confidence booster. Uh, I'm going to do 10 push-ups. You do 10 push-ups. I'm going to do 15. You do 15. You do 20. You do 30. You do 40. I'm a fucking beast. I'm going to do 50. I'm going to do 60. And then, and then you just push yourself to do more. What does that do? That builds confidence. Yeah. I am unstoppable. I'm and like and you see this like w winners they find other ways. Like they just they they will find if there's a will there's a way. And that and then when you win, you're like, "Oh, fuck. I'm a fucking beast." Yeah. Some of the stuff we rejoice about when it comes to sports is when a motherfucker gets like when Jordan does like his little fucking like uh like like sh shoulder shrugs or or does uh, the finger wag to my tumble because it's like motherfucker you said I couldn't I did it what's up yeah that builds confidence that makes you better moving forward you need confidence it, that's you need that and how do you build confidence not by running away from the fear going straight through it because yeah. there's no way th there's no way out. There's no way out. Whatever obstacle comes, the obstacle's there. You run the other way, the obstacle's still there. And, and and that's the important thing about relationships with people is that there's times where you can maybe not be so confident in a certain area, but you might know somebody that is. Yes. And then they help you. It's like, oh, damn, okay. Now, it, it, it's, it's kind of like the times where it'll be like, we're we're playing basketball and it's like oh well that's the tall guy he's good in that area i got a shot i'm good in this area you play off of people's roles you play off of people's strengths that's important that's why i am such an advocate for men having friendships or or networks or whatever because wherever you lack there, there's more than likely somebody that could be good in that particular yeah. area. And the more confidence you, you have, the more competent you are, the more you're able to carve out your own way in life and the better example you're able to set for people and the more good you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you think about it, you think about like, imagine a person like that like the one we're talking about let's say they had the home life that they had but then let's say they had a group of friends like we did when we were young he might be like oh you know what my home life sucks but man like these motherfuckers are funny like I'd be playing sports with them man we're gonna go to this party on Friday there's some girls there's something to look forward to that's yeah. the other thing is like you know there's so many people in life that don't have anything to look forward to and, and whenever like and, and another thing too and I, I think it's key because a lot of people they 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 can they say that this is part of oh this is what's wrong with toxic masculinity when you don't talk about shit that you're going through no you should talk about shit that you're going through you should be comfortable talking to your friends, to your guys about, oh, hey, I have this issue. What do you think I should do? That, that should, that, that's good. That's the type of circle you want to be in. You shouldn't repress yourself. You should, you should share. If they have, 
if they're really your friends, they're going to try to steer you in the right direction, you know? And, and so that's, that's another thing. Like, life has a funny way of, like, putting you in situations you, you don't know or this is not your strength. So what do you do? Oh, I'm going to talk to fucking K-Cartoon about fucking uh, real estate because I have no idea what the fuck this is. This is, like, he's the expert. Let him be my guide because I know that he's had success in this. And what you said ties in perfect to this. I'm going to play this other clip from from uh, Andrew Tate about something similar to what you just to what you just said. And I'm like, how can we get rich? You know what's amazing? Lots of now I have money. Lots of people always ask me, how do I get rich? And I say, when's the last time you talked about money? When's the last time you sat down with your friends and refused to talk about anything else but how to make money? How are you making money? How are you making money? How am I making money? How can we make money together? How's that guy making money? How's that coffee shop there making money? Is that coffee shop making money? I don't know. Do they sell cake? No. Why don't they sell cake? Everyone in here is a businessman. If they had a, a cute young waitress, a girl, instead of a guy, they'd probably sell more coffee. Like, no one analyzes anything. They just want to get rich, right? I want to be rich, but they have no plan to get rich. And a hope and a plan are very different things. I explain this to people all the time. Everyone has a dream, but no one has a plan. And nothing good is going to happen on accident. But that right there, that's one problem of like, okay, I want to make more money. But other problems, like, damn, you know what? Like, I'm, I have problems at home with my wife. Oh, all right, well, this, you know, I could talk to my friends. I could figure some stuff out oh i'm having problems with this i want to do this i want to do that all of that but all of that is part of masculinity all of that is part of collectiveness camaraderie everything that really should start at that age that age and and that's the other thing is like at what point do teachers are teachers like well you know Hey, like I see this kid, he's always by himself. Nobody's ever talking to him. That because that that's where insight comes in too. Yeah. Is like, hey, you know, hey, what's going on with you? One thing I always felt that you you always had a, a strength and, and perhaps maybe even Donnell, like you guys when you guys noticed somebody that was a little not not off, but like not like everybody else. You wouldn't shun them. You'd actually start inquiring and be yeah. inquisitive about that person. And some sometimes you 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 created a friendship there and an openness that that person might not have been comfortable being like that before you guys. Exactly. And, and, and it's like well, just because you're different or just because you you don't behave in the same manner, like that doesn't mean. I get to be mean to you. How about I inquire? How about I get to know you? Why is this person and, like and that? And also, what you're saying, that ties in to masculinity because in high school, we were like that. We were so confident in ourselves that like, well, I don't give a fuck if other people don't like this person. Yeah. How do I feel about, oh, but that person ain't cool. This, But I don't care what you think. Yeah. I'm so confident in myself, whether it's because my dad gave me that confidence, whether it, it, it my my grandpa contributed to that confidence, whether my mom contributed to that confidence. 
I contributed to that confidence, you contributed to that. Well, however that confidence developed, it developed in a sense that I don't care what you think. Yes. I want to know what the, how this person is. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. <coughs> oh, this, this, and this. Never cared. Fuck you. Yeah. Until oh, I find gonna, out for myself. You're going to fuck with them? Well, now you're fucking with us. So what's up? Yeah. Oh, no, but what's up? Right. Ride the fuck out. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But that's also masculinity. That's a masculinity to, I don't care about the crowd. I don't care about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that, and we've talked about this before, that is one of the dope ass elements that you get from rap, that bravado of like, yeah. I can I, overcome. Yes. I don't, you know. I, I came from nothing. Exactly. And I can overcome. And, and not only that, but it but, reminds me of Bane in the sense that like the the dynamic between Batman and Bane like when it's time to f face a man like Bane if you look if if you've watched the movies it's like you need to know where this motherfucker came from you know what yeah. i mean like you need to know their thought process because like if you came from that same thought process but you were you're the good guy right you're the guy that's supposed to keep everyone safe you need to be fearless and you need to understand the psyche of this person. Yeah. And so... And it was... And, it, and it's interesting you point that out because it wasn't until Batman had been where Bane had been in that movie that he was able to beat him. Exactly. Because remember the guy... The, yeah. the, the, the guy told him... He, when he was trying to get out of, of that the, the pit, he says... Uh, he's like, I don't fear... I don't fear dying. And the guy was like, well, that's, that's your problem. He's like... He's like fear is will make you go f further and 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 yeah. and fight harder than you were able to fight before. And, and, and it goes to show too, like where he was during that time. A lot of people don't talk about this. A lot of people never really discuss like that portion of the movie or the dynamic of who you, the character. But like you're downtrodden, you're heartbroken, you're lost. You're not around society. You've completely alienated yourself, and now you've become weaker. Bruce Wayne became weaker. It was when he stepped out where he started to regain who he was. He wasn't who he was. Yeah. And he went into it, like you said, in a way like not giving a fuck. No, you have to give a fuck. You have to give a fuck, and you need to understand this. And it's like... The, that was what was so amazing about that movie is like it was almost like he was already downtrodden but then you have to even hit a newer low yeah. to then get himself out and, and like it, it shows you a lot of like the shit that's necessary to survive in the world because like when you think that you've hit rock bottom you don't know anything like yeah. you and with none of us should think that we're untouchable because we're very much touchable because we don't have control and so part of being a um, part of respecting and 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 understanding what masculinity is about is is that right there is like you have to figure it out even when you have to figure it out and even when you think you, you don't have you have it figured out something else is going to come in the way and you have to now either deal with it or don't but it's here yeah, and, and and so a lot a lot of the things a lot and uh, Jesus Christ Siri, you scared the shit out of me. But a lot a lot of the the what people don't realize too is like and, and, and a lot of like 
new age people are gonna think that this is like the most fucking toxic shit that I that I'm gonna say is like boys statistically are problem solvers. Yeah. More than women. Yeah. Or girls. Statistically, like if you look at even like the type of jobs that that boys take when they the, when they get older, engineering, you know, like uh, uh, stuff like firefighting, police work, um, anything that's physical, anything that's like you have to mechanics, like, yeah. wh- and and I'm not saying that women don't take those jobs because there are women that do that, um, but when you look at all these like m- heavy male dominated fields it's because it's about problem solving yeah you know that's when men feel at peace is like oh wow there's a problem i need to figure it the fuck out like i've seen my dad when he fixes cars like he or or, or anything because my dad's in, in in the engineering field when it comes to fixing shit it fucking torments him like i need to figure this out yeah there's no other way i have to figure it out and it's like that's kind of innately built into the male, bio, like w- w- what a biological male is. And so when, when like you said, when there's such a suppression in that, where the fuck does that energy go? That's really the question. Maybe that's why there's all these school shootings. Maybe the questions being asked right now are not the right questions. And I hope that we ask the right questions today. And that was definitely what we attempted to do with this episode. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. If you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Five-star review helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.